0: Welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. We are excited you've taken time out of your day to listen to our podcast. For more information about us, you may visit our website at biblicalquestion.com. We will tell you the web address again at the show's end. We encourage you to open your Bible and follow along as we study the Bible. Now here is your host, Joseph.
1: Well, hello there, and thank you for joining us. We hope and pray God is blessing you through this new year as we continue to answer questions from our listeners just like you. If you do have a question, we ask that you go to our web page and submit it uh, through our uh, contact us page there. And there's a lot of other information on our web page. We really have worked really hard in the last several months trying to get that up and going correctly and make it user friendly. and, And please, please check that out. There's a prayer request page there. We uh, ask if you're a prayer warrior that you would please check that out and pray for those folks who have asked for prayers from around the world. Uh, they have seriously taken time out of their day to get you to pray for them. They need prayers. So please do that. Also, there is still a free ebook uh, for you to uh, download, and I think the lady who wrote it, and we know her personally, and ask that you would check that out as well. Please tell friends and family about us. We really need uh, you to do that. That is our best way, honestly, to, for lack of better terms, advertise. And that is how we really have grown, just by word of mouth. And so we appreciate that as well. So today, like I said, we're going to answer questions from listeners just like you. And I hope you have a Bible. We're going to be reading uh, out of 1 Samuel chapter 25 here in just a moment.
0: Do you enjoy our weekly podcast? Though many of our listeners around the world in poverty-stricken nations aren't financially able to support our podcast, if you are able, we'd be grateful for your help. We offer several ways to help support the podcast on our website. Would you be in prayerful consideration in your cheerful donation or purchasing through one of our affiliates? Thank you for listening, and may He have the glory.
1: Okay, so our first question comes from Poland, and I, I want to thank you for listening uh, to the podcast and for your question. We have uh, listeners from all over the world, I know that submit questions, I say that a lot. If you don't want us to say where you're from or your name, that's fine. Uh, this person didn't uh, seem to mind, in fact indicated it was okay. So, anyway, a uh, first question from this uh, person, who wrote the books of First and Second Samuel? Who wrote the books of First and Second Samuel? So, uh, open your Bible to First Samuel chapter twenty-five, verse one, and it will help us answer this question. Samuel may have contributed uh, to part of First Samuel, but I doubt he re- wrote much more than that. And when I mean a part of it, I mean just a part of it. His death is recorded here in First Samuel chapter twenty-five, which is toward the end of the of Samuel. For Samuel. Then Samuel died, and all of Israel assembled and mourned for him, and they buried him at his house in Ramah. And David set out and went down to the wilderness of So really, again, with only five chapters really left in uh, for Samuel, it's, it would be really hard for him to written much past his time frame. Originally, the book of Samuel was just this. It was a complete book. There was no first or second Samuel. Uh, the division of Samuel came when the translators of the Septuagint uh, separated them. And they've been retained that way, really, in, in separation ever since. That's how we really have our modern Bible. So uh, the events of first Samuel, they span... Approximately a hundred years from uh, about eleven hundred b c to about one thousand b c now the events of Second Samuel cover another forty years or so, and the data of that writing it would be somewhere um around nine sixty b c to answer perhaps your question a little more directly, nobody really knows who wrote. Second Samuel, or or the book of Samuel, more than likely is one of the prophets who are mentioned in the book, and there are several prophets who are mentioned in the book of Samuel, first and second Samuel, and so it was not unusual for prophets to to approach kings and talk to kings, and and so I'm sure Samuel contributed a lot of uh, things verbally to somebody who probably. Wrote those things down. So, again, I, I really thank you for your question, and I'm glad that you are enjoying it, and that you'll continue to listen. If you have any more questions that we might be able to answer, feel free to to call upon us again. Our next question actually comes from Rexdale Canada, and this person asked the question: Who was the first prophet in the Bible? Who was the first prophet in the Bible? Well, God appointed Moses to speak for him first to Pharaoh and then to the Israelites. And God spoke to Moses and Moses spoke with authority. And he would go and teach the Israelites what God desired. Most notable here would be by delivering them the famous Ten Commandments. All the prophets Moses was the one who regularly met with God face-to-face. Uh, to my knowledge, he is the only one who actually was able to meet and talk to God face-to-face. And so, uh, many of uh, the other prophets in, in throughout the Old Testament, they simply had a dream God would tell them something in a vision, in a dream, that type of thing. And so, anyway, I want to read here. It says... Uh, starting in verse 10. So since that time, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. For all the signs and wonders which the Lord sent him to perform in the land of Egypt against Pharaoh, all his servants and all his land. Verse 12. And for the mighty power and all the great terror which Moses performed in the sight of Israel. So, there is one man who is credited to being a prophet, actually, even before Moses. And most people uh, miss this. If you recall, we did a little mini series, and I used the book of Jude or the letter of Jude uh, quite extensively. And so, w- turn over there real quick. Jude 14. Uh, Jude, again, I, I know I say it a lot for the regular listeners. It's just a little gem, it really is. And Jude 14. It was also about the people that Enoch, the seventh generation from Adam, Adam prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord has come with many a thousand of his holy ones. And so uh, the New Testament writer, uh, Jude, related to uh, to Jesus, many believe, gives credit to Enoch being a prophet. And so I hope that answers your questions. Uh, More and more listeners from Canada are tuning in. Uh, A few have actually listened to every podcast since day one uh, over the last three years. And we have no idea who they are. We just know the name of the city. That's all we ever get a report on. How many uh, people listened and where you're from. Uh, We never know who you are exactly. So that should not be a fear if you don't want somebody to know that you're listening and so anyway uh thank you canada uh we pray for you quite a bit we know there's a lot of stress going on there uh, with the law trying to put people down uh, you know mercy killing there's different words and terms for that uh you know i've said it many times on the podcast and people and christians especially in canada uh, will recognize or understand this statement that if we don't respect life at the beginning stages in the womb, we will not respect it in the end. And so it's just kind of sad uh, the way Canada has really turned. And it'll be a matter of time probably they'll block the podcast uh, so that nobody in Canada can listen to us. I hope that doesn't happen. But anyway, I really thank you for your question. I uh, hope you continue to listen. If you have any other questions, please feel free to ask. Our next question... Uh, comes from Scott from Los Angeles, California, and his question is How many people were named before they were even born? Can you name them? Well, that's a very interesting question, and we're going to answer that here right after this.
0: Do you enjoy our weekly podcast? Though many of our listeners around the world in poverty-stricken nations are not financially able to support our podcast, if you are able, we would be grateful for your help. We offer several ways to help support the podcast on our website, BiblicalQuestion.com. Would you be in a grateful consideration in your cheerful donation or purchasing through one of our affiliates? Thank you for cheerfully helping us tell a worldwide audience about the Word of God.
1: Okay, welcome back here. The uh, question again from Los Angeles is, how many people were named before they were even born? Can you name them? Again, I, I had to think this one over, to be honest about it. Uh, I don't guess I've never thought much about it. Or, But I found seven of them, and I'm going to read uh, seven verses here. And so if you have a Bible, take your notes. Uh, that would be great. So the uh, first one will be in Genesis chapter 16. Genesis chapter 16. Ishmael uh, says here, The angel of the Lord said to her, Further, behold, you are pregnant, and you will give birth to a son, and you shall name him Ishmael, because the Lord has heard your affliction. The next one would also be in the book of Genesis, chapter 17, and verse 19, But God said to him, No, now he's speaking to Abraham, but your wife Sarah will bear a son, and you shall name him Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant before him and his descendants. And then uh, here is King David being told something in First Chronicles chapter 22. 1 Chronicles chapter 22 verse 9. Behold, a son will be born to you who shall be a man of rest. And I will give him rest from his enemies, and on every side, for his name will be Solomon. And I will give peace and quiet to Israel in his days. So, uh, the third one would be uh, Solomon. First Kings, chapter thirteen, verse two. First Kings, chapter thirteen, verse two. Here is Josiah. And Josiah is a very interesting study. Maybe we ought to do that sometime, but. And he cried out against the altar of the word of the Lord, and said, Altar, altar, is what the Lord says. Behold, a son shall be born to the house of David, Josiah by name, and on he shall sacrifice the priest, the high places, and burn incense on you, and human bones shall burn on you. That's 2nd Kings Uh, Chapter 22, you can can go and read uh, 100 years later when uh, Josiah becomes king at age 12. He does this stuff, and it is a fulfillment of prophecy. It's quite a little interesting study. And just a side note here, Josiah will probably be the last king, if not one of the last kings uh, after David who really sought god out and tried to do what god wanted for yeah, the people of israel the rest of them uh, when you read so and so became king and did evil on the side of the lord and it's just it just kind of goes on and on like that but josiah uh, is a, a very good king in fact uh, you study this out a little deeper and the prophet jeremiah weeps at his uh, funeral so uh, that's Jeremiah would see good and bad kings in his day and time and he probably would have chose Josiah uh, to be king over Israel any day of the week and we all have seen it as we've gotten older Uh, we can look back and see who's been really good leaders of the nations that we live in and who have been some really horrible ones Okay, so number six is um, John the Baptist. Uh, John the Baptist in Luke chapter 1, verse 13. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall name him John. And then, course, Jesus is the the seventh and final one that I was able to uh, locate, and Matthew chapter one, Matthew chapter one, verse twenty one, uh, she will give a birth, talking to Joseph here, to a son, and ye shall name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sin. So, uh, very interesting question uh, of all the people being uh, born and recorded. And are life recorded throughout the uh, scripture? Only seven that I was able to find, and it took me uh, a little time to kind of dig through and and search that out. But a very interesting question. I I don't know that I've ever really been asked that uh, particular thing. And our next question comes from uh, Carol. Does not give us a uh, location or anything, and that's fine. Uh, I I don't have an issue with that, and so. Um, I thank you, Carol, that you, too, are interested uh, in the podcast, Biblical Question. And I thank you for your question and the statement that you have tried to get others to listen. And I I appreciate that. Uh, Signing up for our newsletter, I I appreciate that you're going to do that as well. So her question is this. Please explain... Psalm one thirty nine verse sixteen, and Ezekiel three eleven, in our relationship with our days being numbered. Well, in in Psalm one thirty nine, that you you question in the, in the entire psalm, basically, so I'm trying to go here, uh, David is praising and glorifying God uh, as the supreme ruler of the universe, being wise, uh, all-knowing, all-seeing, and so on. And I'm just going to read only verse 16 here. Uh, Psalm 139, verse 16. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all written, the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them." And so a little bit there you could use to prove or that God recognizes a child in the womb and in this unformed state as the baby develops. But really what David is doing here, he's acknowledging the foreknowledge of God. God has his ability to know what the future holds. He's not held or bound by time. And uh, as our lives are played out, God knows uh, all about us. He knew us when we were in our mother's womb. Uh, These days, the the phrase that were ordained for me, when yet there was not one of them. I think this just affirms God's prior knowledge and plan of everything in David's life. This idea of foreknowledge of, of God is a deep and and mysterious area it really is it's hard for us uh, at least on this side of eternity to understand this idea that god uh, is not bound by time the depth and the knowledge of god and this mysterious uh, there's just some things that are mysterious about god and it takes a lot of study uh, to try to even grasp part of it this foreknowledge is though i want to make this note foreknowledge is not the same as predestination and i know a lot of people really believe in this predestination thing i've heard lots of sermons over it over the years but god does not predestine what our lives will be like and how long we will live and so on does god know how many days we're going to live yes he does Uh, but we're not simply puppets on a string that are programmed to act a certain way talk a certain way uh, with certain consequences that would be altered or cannot be altered god can know in advance how long we will live uh, and every day uh, that we walk on this earth he knows when we will die but this again does not mean that he determines these facts beforehand his foreknowledge still allows us to be free to to make moral decisions and make wrong decisions sometimes choosing our our lifestyles and how we will live and and what we will do if we're going to be honest people or are we going to cheat on people or you know what kind of sinful desires and things that we would do uh, or not do what kind of marriages that we will have if we're going to be faithful to our spouses and and let husbands be godly leaders and and and, it well this kind of goes on and on really and so we can lengthen our lives by making right choices i mean think about this in a physical aspect than the spiritual if all i eat is sticks of butter all day long for countless days and years eventually that's going to destroy my heart I mean it's just not good but if I eat lots of vegetables and have balanced meals and eat fruits and uh, eat lean meats and I know groceries are becoming very expensive um, it's unbelievable but so we we have to uh, understand if, if we eat right, healthy, exercise, we would have a good, healthy body. We could live for a very long time uh, under normal circumstances. And the same is true with spiritual things. If all I'm feeding my soul is the Word of God, I'm trying to learn who He is, I'm trying to do my best to worship Him, I'm trying to seek His uh, guidance, His wisdom out uh, i'm feeding my soul with, with good biblical teaching versus uh every new wind that comes through every new teaching that comes through uh, we accept it we we feed ourselves with uh syncretism that's a, a fancy word is saying all religions are good uh the blending of religions uh, that way, if we miss one religion, we catch it with another one, and all will be okay. And I think there's a lot of people in our world today that are syncretists. They really are. I, I know some at work who they would never admit that they are, but uh, their very words and actions tell me that's exactly what they are doing. So are we worshiping the one and only true God of uh, uh, the Bible, the one and only true God who created the world, the universe, the universe, uh, us everything that we can see and things that we really can't see and so uh e- ecclesiastics uh 311 says this he has made everything appropriate in its time and this really just means god has designed us in the world in which we live that is in harmony and balance can be realized by by doing everything within its proper time and context for example he has given us different seasons of the year right now you know spring uh, summer fall winter and we do well to make our plans and choices to to match those ordained uh, periods i mean in the spring we plant uh, our gardens and then as the summer comes along the summer heat and then uh, rains that come through and make things grow and uh, by fall time comes around we're harvesting that food uh, and so we make plans like that i know uh, being around the the farm when i was a kid listening to my great uncle talk you know he he made plans about calves and when to move uh, calves from mama out to pasture and winging them and when to s- sell that cow at market and so on Um, been around a lot of farming communities as a preacher and it's it's the same thing every year everything cycles around the seasons and the periods of time that god has made and created and so may god bless you in your study of his word carol if we can be any further help i certainly would encourage you to drop us a note and for those who are listening and you have a Bible question, uh, we're not always politically correct in our answer. I realize that. Well, we are studying the Word of God here, and we are just uh, bringing you the Word straight from the Word. That's why I ask you to open a Bible and follow along. Uh, you should do that no matter who you're listening to, where you go to church at. Open the Bible and read it for yourself. This is really, truly the only way you're going to gain biblical knowledge and understand it uh, in your world, uh, in your home. This way, uh, you are accountable uh, for God and what he will bring on Judgment Day. And I know we really haven't gotten into this topic in a long time, but I kind of wanted to close with this. You will have to answer and be responsible for everything that you've done. If you're not cleansed in the blood of Christ, uh, I fear for you. I, I hope and pray that you would consider being washed in the blood, that you would seek out Christ and be a sincere follower. And if you're not, uh, I I'll do my best to try to help you find somebody in your area to have a Bible study. And if you are, uh, praise God. I mean. We realize once we become a Christian and, and do our best to walk uh, a certain path that of light that Christ wants us to be on. It is a struggle. It it is not a child's game. This is a very grown up adult uh type thing. It's not a game. It's it is life and death. It's really what it is. And The world constantly and always has and always will challenge people who are trying to be faithful to God. Uh, Whether it's through persecution, which we have lots of people who listen to this podcast from persecuted countries. And we praise you and thank you before our God that you are listening and have the courage to to, to download and listen. Uh, We, you know, folks i want to thank you for listening i i know we've changed this format several months back and overall it's been an extremely positive feedback and but i still want to say thank you and perhaps we don't always say that as often as we should but we do pray each week for our listeners Uh, we have some very special listeners like i said earlier in the podcast uh from Canada, I mean, they've listened since day one, and uh, in that little town. And if they've missed a week, then they have listened twice the next week. You know, uh, we have some very close friends and family members who also listen to the podcast, and, and uh, are probably my biggest critics in some ways, but my biggest supporters, uh, encouraging wise. We also really, honestly need your financial help. If you really like this podcast and want to try to keep it going, especially for those who honestly cannot afford to help us uh, in third world countries, that do download the podcast. Uh, some of them don't download on a weekly basis. I'll give you an example because most people in America do not understand this. Most people have to go to a Internet cafe. It's what we would call it. And they pay so much an hour to use the Internet. They cannot afford it in their homes, if it's even available. Uh, That's They don't have it on their phone. Uh, Data is very expensive in many of these countries. And so what they do is they go and pay for an hour or whatever, time, uh, once a month, twice a week, whatever they can afford. And they download all these things. And they put it on their um uh, iPads or pods or whatever uh they have and they take it home and they listen to it. And that's what's going on. And so, um, again, I, I know we're not a five oh one C and I've been asked that several times and that one, it's very expensive to do and two most people honestly cannot write it off anymore. Uh needing that 501c if you want to make that such a uh, donation email me contact me through the web page i can tell you what church to send it to and they have promised that they would forward the funds to us uh, we will acknowledge the process it has been completed when we have received it if that's a concern uh, we we really love doing this ministry It it takes us a little time to work through questions that are submitted and Come up with good ideas, positive ideas, to help educate, help you grow, help you edify as a listener. And so, I know it's tough times for everybody, and uh, we're we're very aware of that. But please uh, give a prayerful consideration. Uh, at least be praying for us and our success. Uh, that's the minimum I would ask. And so. We thank you again for listening. Uh, We uh, enjoy these questions. Again, uh, please submit them if you have them. Please be sure to join us next week as we, Lord willing, continue to have our weekly podcast. Again, may God bless you, and may he always have the glory.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Be sure to hit the like button and follow us on your podcasting app. Please check out our website at biblicalquestion.com, all one word, all lowercase. In addition, we have a prayer request page, a way of contacting us, a statement of faith, and other resources for our listeners. Do you have a Bible question you would like answered on a future podcast or prayer request? We would be honored to hear from you and add your prayer request to our list so others may pray for you. Subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on our social media accounts. Again, that is biblicalquestion.com. Thank you, and may he have the glory.